welcome back to the Water Boys podcast. That's with a Z. I'm here with my boy, my co-host, my good friend, Josh. How are you today, Josh? I'm good, Nikki too. How are you, buddy? I'm great. We're still at the VPL. We're at the fourth floor, self-meeting room. Still recording, still uh, sort of whispering so that uh, we don't get kicked out. Yeah, there's uh, no loud people on the phones. There's no PSA about podcasts. We got that in the other podcast. Uh, we might have to edit it out. Uh, I think that's a shameless plug-in for them. Yeah, just a little bit. So what's on the itinerary this podcast, or sorry, this episode? So we got the Rookie Watch. We got Rookie Watch, fan, Fantasy Player Watch, and then I current al- events. also thought, yeah, we got to lead off with some current events because there's been a, a lot of things that have happened over the weekend, right? Yeah. So what do you want to start off with? I'll go off the current events. Yeah, for sure. Let's go on. Number one news, John Collins out of the Atlanta Hawks, power forward, suspended for 25 games. He got popped for testing positive for HGH. If you don't know what that is, that's human growth hormone promoting tissue growth in your body. It's kind of dangerous, actually, because it grows everything within your body, like your stomach, like everything in your internal organs grows, too. Yeah, uh, a lot of people would call that cheating, too. You performance know, enhancing drug yeah exactly uh, there's like a big problem with that in mlb some just starting to say that people don't take it you never know right people I mean, cycle off at yeah, the right time exactly uh you have uh the example of uh, the other player that got suspended earlier this season for having a very clear urination yes i know yeah he was trying to take something out of his system and i guess that's why they ended up suspending him deandre John, ayton yeah for anyone who doesn't know yep deandre ayton um Unfortunately, uh, he got he got caught for HGH. You know, you know what, Nick? As as much as I want to believe, all my favorite athletes have never taken substances like that at some point. Uh, what do you call it? I want to talk about uh, the thing that happened with Dion Waiters over the weekend. I think it happened on Saturday. This this is a prime example of when you take an edible. This is for all my Vancouver friends. When you take an edible. Don't go saying you didn't feel it and take like six more. Okay, just wait 30 minutes. Yeah. So the story is that he had a stomach ache and that in order to get rid of it, I guess he wanted to take the edible to not feel the pain anymore, right? And apparently before they were about to take off, he ends up having that, uh, was it an anxiety attack or something? Anxiety attack, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it was reported league-wide by Woj and it's just been uh, it's been a rough year for Dion Waiters so far this year. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but earlier in the season he got suspended. Uh, the team did a suspension because it was detrimental to the team, uh, his his actions or something like that. So he's been having a really rough go out of it. I think he's only played two games so far this year. I think he's I think he's cut from the league after this. Yeah, especially especially in Miami, there's like they don't go for the they they don't like having any of that nonsense going around with them, right? They have two strong personalities, especially with Pat Riley running that team and Spo. He's pretty strong as well. Yeah, that's true. I think I think this is his last year, or how many years are left on his contract? I'm not sure how much longer he has left in his contract. To be honest with you, but I think he's done in the NBA. His last straw. Yeah, unfortunately, he's. It seemed like he, he was going to be a, a pretty good scorer. 
out in Cleveland. But his just career is just hasn't panned out how how Big it should have been. Ego. Yeah, I know. Uh, anything else you want to add to current events, Nick? Speaking of careers ending, there's a career. There is a career that's actually going to hit their second wind, but a left hand fracture occurred. Talking about Gordon Haywood. Damn it! Yeah, that's a tough one, Nick. Uh, in case you guys haven't uh, didn't know, but uh, it happened in the game against the Spurs on Saturday night. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge was setting up a pick, and then it seems like uh, Gordon got his uh, hand stuck in between him and Lamarcus Aldridge, and then you just see him grab his hand, and unfortunately, he's out again. I think he's he would be out the same time as Curry, three months. Oh, maybe they said that they were gonna have a specialist look at his hand and determine if it's gonna be if it's gonna need surgery or not. Tough luck. He just came back from an ankle break too. He was hitting his stride. Yeah, he, he was, was finally hitting his stride. And he was the, poised to have and, a breakout. Yeah, and the Celtics were were starting to get going too, right? They actually have a pretty good record so far this Seven season. Seven one all. Yep, but now, man, it's just it's going to be tough because they don't have the size to defend right now. And now they lose one of their more important players. It's going to be tough to replace them. They really don't have anyone else. No, they're a little thin right now, and I think they're gonna have issues going forward. Seven and one right now is good, but I don't know how much they can hold that record. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Like I said, um, I don't expect the Celtics to keep going at this pace, especially since, like, like I keep saying, they don't have the size to defend. So at some point, this team is gonna have like a stretch where it's gonna be really tough for them. And they're going to be accumulating a, a lot, lots of losses at some point this yeah, season. They're going to have to band-aid that situation for now. Yep. Uh, which one else did you want to talk about, did you say? Oh, load management of rookies. Load management. Okay, so uh, let's start off with the whole Kawhi and Doc Rivers thing that happened earlier this year, this week. So I think the Clippers were the ones that got fined. It wasn't Doc, right? It was Clippers that got fined for $50,000 for statements that were contradictory to what uh, Doc Rivers said. Yeah. So apparently the team was saying that it was because of injury that he was sitting out. Injury history. Yeah. And then Doc said that Kawhi was fine or something like that. No, right? he was healthy, but he's healthy because of what we're doing. So it's basically contradicting of what the Clippers were submitting to the NBA for their exceptions. Yeah, and it was a, it was a, it was, it was a big deal because the Clippers were facing the Bucks. It was the first game of back to back. Yeah, and marquee matchups. Marquee matchups, and a bunch of people don't like the fact that some of these stars are starting to set out these big games. No, I think the fact is they don't mind if they set out these games, but they would like to be notified in advance so we don't have to buy tickets to these games and find out they're not playing. Yeah, I, I think the only way to really get this is if, well, I mean, there's a few things that can be done. Either the NBA is like, you know what, we're going to need you to set a schedule ahead of time and tell us where more likely your star player is to sit out games so that we don't schedule marquee matchups in those, in those dates and we set them up some other time. Or you tell the teams, we need the schedule of when this guy's going to sit out. And uh, what do you call it? And if you tell us which ones there are, 
then uh, what do you call it? We won't find you or anything. You know what I mean? But I think NBA, they got notified, but they're still selling tickets as marquee matchups and blaming the teams. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, that could be another thing that's actually happening. Right. I I don't know. I think it's still a business at the end of the day. Like, I I still think Kawhi is in his right to sit out these games. He's had a degenerative issue of his knee. Yeah. You've seen it in the playoffs. He was limping pretty badly. I just don't think he can play a full season. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know what? At the end of the day, no matter what, the teams are going to side with the player. Now you're in a time where you have to somehow entice the players to come to your team. And how are you going to do that? By doing things like this. Of course. I don't think I'm going to say fair play to Kawhi for his injury history and how he's handling it. But I don't think he's the best in the world because of this. I think in the playoffs, sure, he's good, but I don't know if he's better than a LeBron and a Durant right now and a Curry. I, I, I don't know. I just, after what he's been doing, I, I can see why people are naming him the best in the world right now. To be honest, that that uh, that is up for grabs. But after what he's done... I can say I I think I have to agree with people in saying that he's the best in the world right now. The LeBron, KD, they're not exactly a hundred percent right. They've been, they missed out last season, so I can see why people are hesitant to give him that that honor right now. But after everything he's done, the game winning shots, the defense, playing both sides, I think you just have to give it to him. You got to give him that credit right now. I still think it's LeBron's title to lose. Yeah, and uh, hold on. So uh, going back to one of our current events, Dion Waiters has been suspended for 10 games. I just got the notification. Uh, He's been suspended without pay for conduct detrimental to team following incident on team play on Thursday. By team or league? Team. Team. His career is done. Okay, so uh, load management, sorry. Back to load management, guys. Um, But yeah, and slowly this is trickling down to other players. Uh, We have, as I was telling you in the episode prior to this one, uh, we were talking about John Morant. John Morant has uh, had knee surgery in the offseason, and his minutes have been limited to 30 minutes a game. But you know why, right? Because his college team played him like crazy. Yeah, I know. And in youth... And the youth programs, too, they play these kids like crazy. Yeah. So when they come to the NBA, they're already banged up. Yeah. It's like one of these uh, articles I was reading on ESPN that was talking about how how younger younger uh, players now are, have been playing so much. And that once they start getting surgeries from like ACL tears to anything else, the doctors start saying that their bodies literally look like how a 30-year-old professional athletes body looks like when they suffer certain injuries like that so i can see why they're doing that right and i think it's not only john morant that's having uh their their minutes uh managed who else on that team on the grizzlies is having their minutes managed uh brandon clark the other rookie I yeah. yeah and it's because of his back problems i believe he has back problems yeah right so yeah so it's happening a lot and even uh it's trickling down to new york uh 
they were talking about RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett, if uh, you don't know, he's his numbers, his minutes played is third in the league. Like I, I think he has really good fundamentals. The way he lands and the way um, I have no doubt he takes care of his body too. He grew up in a basketball situation, right? I'm pretty sure he knows how to take care of his body. That's the that's the difference between the RJ Barrett and Zion. I think Zion didn't really take care of his body because he was carrying a lot of weight. Yeah. And the way he walks, he has a, I believe they call it a knee valgus, where his knees go inwards, kind of like jumpers knees. You know how Kenny Smith has those knock knees? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has those knock knees. Those are like prone to injury, oh. as evident by his it was um, a meniscus tear. If meniscus I'm tear, right? Yeah. And you got to be careful with meniscus tears too. Yeah, that's true. So, so yeah, so loan management is going all all over the NBA. It's the rage. I even remember uh, who was it? Uh, the commentary from ESPN, Jeff Jeff Van Gundy. I think he was quoted as saying uh, things like this is leading to the wussification of this of this uh, what do you call it basketball uh, era to uh, all these young players because of the load management and everything. Well, I think it's. This is being safe for your asset. Look at Blake Griffin. Look at Joel Embiid. Look at Ben Simmons. Look at Markel Fultz. Look at who's another player. There's just, just so many men There's right so now. Many it's players. like it's crazy, and and you're right about. I mean these these young players playing so much that at some point their bodies just start breaking down. Right, your body can only take so much, and. I mean, this this is going <laughs> to, I know we're steering off a lot from the NBA talk, but this is steering into, is it better to be, uh, to stick to one sport a lot, or should you be playing different sports? Like, which one's better for your body? Because over time, it's almost like if you go to work, if you keep lifting boxes same way over and over again, at some time, at some point, your body's gonna be like, you know what? I can't take it anymore, right? So, and then it's gonna break down. You can pull your back. I don't know whatever injury that can happen, right? But then there's also the point where people are saying, yeah, these guys have to start playing different sports because the fact that you play different sports allows for your body to not be repeating the same movements over and over again, and it creates. Uh, it allows for them for your body to do something new, right? I, I don't know. There's a lot of talk about that nowadays. Or you can do yoga or do something not so demanding on your body. I think basketball is a violent sport. Violent cuts everywhere. Yeah. Like even with me and you, like we play this sport recreationally. And I feel it every day in my knees. Yeah. Like both my knees, they hurt. I don't know about you. You might have spectacular knees compared to me. Yeah, just, every, I, everyone's a little bit different, right? right? I, you, you, it's knees, me... As you know, I've dislocated my shoulder before, so you start feeling it after a while, right? Yeah. Like after something happens, like it never goes back to being it's never the, same. the same. Even my ankles, I can't. Some days I can't feel them, and I just. That's why whenever I play, either it's off or on, physically. Like I can't move. <laughs> I don't know how these NBA players feel. Like they play this for a living. It's yeah, their life. Exactly. Right. They might wake up crippled and have to play. Yeah, that's true. Um. I think we've talked a lot about current events. You want to head off and do the rookie talk? The rookie of the year watch. I have three picks. I got, I got three picks too. <laughs> I got Kendrick Nunn's. PJ Washington. Who did I see for my third one? Uh, 
think it was Tyler Hero or someone else. Oh, uh, yeah. You mentioned Tyler Hero. I want to say John Morant, but that's your pick. Yeah. So you want to start with you and you do your thing. I'll go with my three picks. PJ Washington out of the Charlotte Hornets. What a surprise this guy is. He can shoot. I've seen his college mixtape. Not his mixtape, but his compilation. This guy has a nice jumper. It's a little rigid, but he can get it in. Yeah, He's well, a lone he bright can, spot. He can still improve that, especially on the Charlotte Hornets, man. It seems like a really dark team right now. I mean, just last night, they end up losing to the 1-5 in five, uh, Pelicans, right? But still, the- that's a lone bright spot in Charlotte. Remember yeah. we were talking about they had no assets? Yeah, that's true. No, they have no, an they asset one. I mean, even the guy they got from Boston. Uh, what's his name? Terry uh, Rozier. Rozier. He's been... For all abysmal. the money they've spent, yikes. You, Sucks. Like, you were just better off just signing off on Kemba Walker for however much he wanted to ask for. He wasn't yeah. even asking for the Supermax that he was available no, to get, right? No, they lowballed him by $8 million. I think PJ Washington, he's up there. He's averaging 16 points per game, I believe, this season. And he's shooting at a re- fairly decent rate. I think he's going to have a good situation going forward. Then I have Kendrick Nunn's. Golden State fans, hold your breath. You cut this guy from your Santa Cruz Warriors team. Yes. Um, do you want me to get into that? I, like, I, I did my research. I did a little backstory on him uh, as to see as why this happened. So you want me to give it or no? I, I'm just going to say there's no way you can get into a f- fucking backcourt. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, there's no way you can get into that backcourt of Steph, Clay, Livingston, Iguodala, and Quinn Cook, I mean, you could probably beat out Quinn Cook, but the other four players you can't. Yeah, and not only that, but they were also against the cap, right? Yeah. So no matter how much of an abysmal contract you were about to give him, you were still going to have to pay prime money for it, right? Yeah. I mean, fair fair enough to Golden State, but that's Miami's treasure right there. Yeah. Uh, well, he was second in scoring in the NCAA. You know who was first that year? Who? Trey Young. Um, none was averaging 25.9 points per game. Uh, so as you were saying, he was playing for the Santa Cruz Warriors. I think that's the name of the team, right? Yeah, the G League affiliate. Okay. Yeah, so the G League affiliate. He was coming off the bench. Uh, what do you call it? They wanted they wanted him to be that Lou Williams, apparently, is how I read it in the article. They wanted him to be the Lou Williams. And, well, and we just discussed the reasons why they didn't want to sign him. They already had the players in there. He wasn't going to be beating out any of those players. And then they already were well into the luxury tax. Uh, sadly, that after they cut him, they, he, try, he tried out for Sacramento. The Kings, well, the Kings being the Kings, signed the wrong player, of course. Well, that and they have De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Hill in there. That's true. And, well, one of the reasons, there's also another reason that doesn't have to do with the basketball part of things, but he was, he, Oh, he has a, a, yeah, he got cut for two counts. I think one for beating uh, a a lady in her apartment. And then apparently he was also throwing water on her or or something. Yeah. So he, he got caught for that and then he pleaded guilty to it. So that's one of another main reason why the Warriors weren't willing to give him a new contract. So he tried out, like I said, he tried out for Sacramento. They signed some other guy. They didn't sign him. And then Miami goes in 
and they waived Ronnie, Rodney Magruder. They ended up picking up none, and the rest, as you can say, is history. Right? He, he already has the record for the most points in the first five games by an undrafted NBA player. I think he's going to do well. I think Goran's out of there. None's going to be the future with Hero, Butler, Winslow, Adebayo, and they got a solid bench. They they have a really nice team. They, I'm not gonna. They're they, my biggest surprise yeah, this season. They are a big surprise, big time. Them and Phoenix are my two biggest surprises. Well, so far, man. So far, so far, we've like we've struck out on New Orleans and Golden State. They're like the bottom of the West. Oh yeah, they're doing terrible. They're combined three for fourteen. Yeah. Well, not only that, they're combined for how many can man games lost? Like both teams cannot yeah. stay healthy. Both teams cannot stay healthy. Uh, who else do you have? Or do you want me to go with one of mine? Oh, Rookie Watch? Sorry. So I got Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero. Oh, he's another Tyler Hero. Wow. He's, he's a been a nice, Yeah, he's been a pleasant surprise. This, bo- this boy can ball. He can defend, too. He beat up Devin Booker the other night. Yeah, he Told did. Butler to get out the way, and he did his job. Yeah. He's doing so well. My goodness. I never expected this from Tyler Hero. I remember... We were saying that he was doing well in uh, Summer League, right? Yeah, I didn't expect but, it to uh, translate so Summer well. League doesn't always, like, rarely does it translate into yeah. the season, right? And he's playing against top-tier NBA talent right now, and he's holding his own. Yeah. Uh, I've heard a lot of people comparing him to uh, Clay. Um, I don't know if he's... I don't know. I like Clay a lot more. Yeah, well, Clay's shooting... It's way better for sure. But let's and see his what, defense yeah. too. But like uh, Tyler Hero is still young, right? He can still improve. So you don't know what the future holds for him. Let's, but let's see what his if, concrete playing style is. Yeah, but uh, if he does, if he's getting comparisons to Clay, then that's man, a good for him, man. That's yeah. a good compliment, man. Who's the your, type of player you want to get compared to? Who are your rookies to watch out for? Okay, so of course I had John Morant, right? I can't uh, can't stop talking about this guy. Uh, so he's doing well with the Grizzlies. Uh, again, he's being uh, his minutes are being managed. Apparently, they want to limit it to thirty minutes for now. That's fair. Uh, there's been instances where he's been playing eleven minutes in the first half, and then the rest he plays in the second half of the game. And then there's times when the games are close, and he's been missing out on the fourth quarter, like huge chunks of the fourth quarter. So, in case you've been watching the games, I was even questioning myself, and I did the. I did the research and I found out that they're managing his minutes. Uh, right now, he's uh, I think he's leading the Grizzlies in scoring. He's scoring 18.9 points per game, uh, 5.5 assists per game, and he's shooting 49.2% from the field and 462 from three. That's really uh, respectable. Yeah, it is, especially for a rookie. Uh, he's, uh, he's top of leading the Grizzlies in scoring. I guess he's also leading the, the rookies too. Uh, definitely a big-time... Uh, favorite for the rookie of the year I would he's say. also got the respect of the older players if you didn't watch that houston game oh when, westbrook, uh, westbrook went up to West, talk to him yeah right? westbrook took a lot of time just yeah. to talk to him yeah he, he had a hell of a game against houston right? yeah i mean when when you have older veterans coming to talk to you for a long time after the game that's when you know you made it oh yeah definitely I, that's a huge compliment to the kid uh and then my other pick was going to be eric pascal 
Uh, so far, he's averaging 16.4 points per game, and he has 4.2 rebounds per game. So I want to compare his time in college a little bit with how it's going in the NBA right now. So um, this is sort of going in, in reverse. So Villanova at one point had guys like Josh Hart on the team, and they had other really good players. So that was during his, uh, I think it was his third year in in uh, in college. So I can't remember exactly if Villanova ended up winning the Final Four, but that team ended up going far. And he was basically the defensive guy. So he was playing nothing but defense. Uh, sort of like how the Warriors are going to want him to play, right? Once Clay, once Steph, once everyone else is healthy, right? And they're all on the team. That's what they're going to want this guy to do, right? Play nothing but defense. He's been one of the better players defensively. Uh, thing is, just like in Villanova, how once all the all the seniors left and he was a senior, just everyone that was a freshman was just not at his level in terms of talent. And he was the one that was leading the team offensively, sort of like how it is right now with the Warriors, right? That's true. The Warriors don't really have anyone right now. It's not the same team we saw the last five years. So now they just want him to do his thing, right? They want him to score points. And it, the same thing's happening like it happened in his senior year at Villanova. He's scoring. He's doing his thing. He's trying to, what do you call it, lead this team to victories. It's just that not everyone else is at the level that uh, they should be expected to be, right? I don't I think with that Golden State team, I think they're going to have a lot of weapons next year. Yeah, especially with uh, another, they're going to have a higher pick. You're going to have a high pick. You're going to have your stars back. Oh, sorry, I forgot to mention the consensus number one pick for 2020. He's ineligible. Oh, right. For NBA, because uh, Penny Hardaway uh, was a booster, quote unquote. Yes, I saw that. But apparently they allowed him to uh, play that game uh, I think they went to court and then they overruled what the NCAA did. I can't remember. And I think he, he played that game that he was, but uh, that's a tough stretch, man. Uh, especially nowadays, the way the NCAA is just making money off these athletes and these athletes can't get a helping hand. I mean, a lot of them come from like poor families, right? So Less than ideal backgrounds. Yeah. So... Yeah, the NCAA was doing is. I mean, they've they passed the bill in order for them to get uh, image rights, right? Yeah. But holy cow, how long has it taken, Nick? It's taken forever for them to get to this point. I mean, they're probably going to go MBL or G League at this point. Oh yeah, that's true. I can so see that. Uh, anyways, we got uh, a couple more minutes here. Do you want to talk? Start talking about uh, fantasy. Who do we want to pick up and who we want to drop? Yeah, go ahead, man. You're in there. Tell me which guys would you drop? Dropping Justice Winslow, man. He's missed the last three games because of a lower back problem. I don't think, I don't think he's gonna do well because they have so many options on Miami too. Yeah, that's true. I don't know why I picked them too. I thought he was gonna do well. Uh, he was doing all right in the games that he played, though. Then well, he just dropped. I think who you should pick up: Norman Powell, Eric Pascal, if you haven't already. Oh, yeah. These guys should be getting picked up pretty quick. These guys should be getting picked up. I think you should pick up Ivan Zubak and Dwight Howard. All right. Let's do our plugins right now. So follow us at the Waterboys podcast on uh, Instagram, Waterboys with a Z, 
follow us on Anchor. We uh, have our pla- we have our podcast broadcasted on every platform for podcast. Yep, download us wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We're out of here. Bye bye.